dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. So I'm going to talk about what I'm drinking. I think I'm going to ask Mike because Nick's got a whole bunch of fun shit over here and I want to hear more about that than my stuff. So I'm again with some Mother Schmuckers from Grand Armory, some Destel peanut butter porter. They're going to get poured together here for some peanut butter and jelly. And then if I want, I got an angry orchard just to top it all off tonight. Mike, what you got? Now, first I'm going to do, it's called... The brewery is, is it Dragon Meat or is it? Yes. Out of Warren, Michigan, and it's Final Absolution, a triple ale, Belgian style. And then a out of Silver Harbor Brewing Company, St. Joe's, Grandma's favorite recipe, which is a Tart wheat ale brewed with strawberry, rhubarb, and lactose. And if I still want more after that, I will go to my fridge and grab some of the leftovers from um, Old Mill from last week. Mike has some fun stuff. Yeah, I say strawberry rhubarb with lactose. You don't really get, you don't usually get fruit with with lactose, right? I mean, I Not guess, usually, no. I mean, well, it's saying, is it a porter? Sorry, I forgot what you said it was. Strawberry, it's a... Tart wheat ale. Tart wheat. That's crazy because, like, you know, I mean, normally, I guess if I'm getting my lactose, it's from milk stouts, right? And yeah. there's sometimes there's some fruit in there, right? Like a stra- strawberry cheesecake or something. Maybe like I mean, it's got a strawberry rhubarb pie. That's crazy. Hey, Mike, you hear us good, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's I awesome. Just, I I think I nixed Mike off in the beginning there, so. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you much better now, Nick. You just opened a bottle. What did you open that bottle with, Nick? Oh, uh, you want to hold that up for the people that are watching? Handy, say <laughs> thanks, Mike. Our handy dandy, uh, let's say Bucks and Brews uh, bottle opener. bottle opener, um, which is fantastic. I will bring a handful of those with me tomorrow to hand out at the networking event. It's got our face on it. So, um, Nick, so what you got? I'm gonna start with uh, so I. I randomly, I have a story upon this. So I stopped at a, a place called Copper Vine here in Granville. Um, so I ended up with a pomegranate flamingo fruit fight. Fruit fight, yes. Um, Bells. A, what's that? Bells. Yeah, exactly. It is from Bells, yep. Uh, it's a session session sour ale with pomegranate. Um, I don't think I've had it before. I mean, I might have, but I don't remember it. So I'm going to try it again. I've had uh, it. I don't think, I think I had it one of the times I, I was watching from Keith. Hmm. Oh, I didn't bring it up. Okay. Oh wow. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. Um, all right, for another sour, because Mike keeps having all these sours and it gets uh, me all yeah. excited for sours. So I was like, all right, I love sours too. Um, I have Dewclaw Brewing out of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, strawberry Letter. It's a strawberry hopped sour. Um, I had a Dewclaw beer last week. Did you? Sweet baby Jesus. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. Um, and then I, of course, so. I went with Grand Armory Mother Schmuckers uh, because it's a really good beer. L- looks familiar. Yeah, 
your can looks like my can by the way that outside looks awesome yeah i say i'm gonna get to that here in two seconds um untitled art is what this is. so untitled art it's really cool like you know because we're i'm not i don't like art but when it's on my beer and it's random it's kind of fun to me but uh three sons brewing out of florida uh mexican style chocolate pot de creme stout so it's a stout um here we go Imperial stout with nuts, cocoa, cinnamon, vanilla, brownie, and milk sugar. Hey, I got a dumbass question while we're yeah. doing this. Should we go live on TikTok while we do this? Sure. <laughs> and then uh, why not? Right. It's a uh, so I'm I'm kind of excited for this, right? Like Mexican style chocolate. They won't be able to hear Mike, but that's okay. <laughs> Say that'd be fine. Um, Mike, nobody's going to be able to hear you. And then uh for say i'll save that one because david's excited about it so i I was there and they had this random awesome looking thing what's that i brought a i brought six six pack brought a sixer yeah so i have no 450 north uh brewing company out of ohio no this one's indiana excuse me um one pint sour ale and uh it's peach ring so they also had a jungle juice. It's <laughs> like, uh, but peach ring actually had the most sold, which normally I go against what everybody else does, right? But I do like peach rings. So uh, I really wanted to try this. And then, of course, what David thinks is uh, a really cool can. Oh my God, I'm so excited about this beer. Blueberry, raspberry, lime, fruit sickle from Oddside Ales, uh, which is right down the road from Grand Armory, which is one of our favorite breweries. We absolutely love Grand Armory. Uh, go ahead and show the people on TikTok where you got there, Nick. Yeah. This, this one. Oh, I say, yeah, Fruit Sickle. Uh, I, awesome. What I find entertaining about some of these brands, and I think it's a little outside and definitely that untitled art, is yeah. you can tell that they basically take other cans and they just wrap their own little thing around them. It's cheaper. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's not a bad, good idea. Well, so it's it's yeah, like they'll take because uh, I was watching again. I, I what did what did he go by the infamous brew whatever right uh, on TikTok brew brew master or something. Yeah, I have to figure that out. But uh, he was explaining it right. He said, you know, uh, so we know uh, crop dusters right. One of uh, Grand Armory's like biggest sellers. Um, so they order they order just a bunch and bunch of that because they get a big discount and then it's cheaper just to have those cans specifically wrapped if they don't use them right so then might as well go with the cheap version if you can do it that way and so if you know i would agree but i i think like i said i believe once i got something that you could almost tell it was a two-hearted can that (laughs) right is a yeah by Uh, the way hello nashville and uh anybody that's on tiktok if you want to be able to hear mike because he's also chiming in um get on twitch get on twitch twitch.com slash bucks and brews we're going to be talking a whole bunch of good stuff tonight uh, we're talking about real Baby estate. jesus quick i yeah. went out to just a local like like friday night when i didn't go camping because my daughter didn't want to go camping on friday night um just hung out with my sister when well my daughter my, her daughter was at a dance class on my knees and they had sweet baby jesus on tap was better on tap that's good to know, because yeah. out of the can, I was not a huge fan of the Sweet Baby Jesus. It was just, it was underwhelming. Underwhelming is a good word. 
Yeah. So, Nick, we had a few things this uh, weekend. We did. You uh, you helped out at your first ever Star Wars event. How how'd you feel about that? I had a great time. I, you know, uh, I'm I'm not a kind. I'm not a person that likes to not work if I if I feel like I'm getting paid. Like they paid me in food, right? And yep. um, I guess I expected to have to do a heck of a lot more. And I think I did quite a bit because like I was running up and down, like making sure everybody was okay, doing the best I could. Yep. Um, and, and so it is a learning expectation that it's actually meant, you know, it really is just a, Hey, make sure that this little bit's done. And not there a lot of people like band wise there, or was it yep. also kind sold of out, downgraded because of COVID sold out crowd? It, it was sold out, but it didn't feel as busy as other Griffin's star wars have, have felt yeah maybe people were just less apt to like the character like that mm-hmm. well and i mean you also have to realize that like people are i mean they're not tired of the lines but there's wait in such these long lines because i mean seven concessions were closed right yeah i mean it, all the way down on the ends were both closed there was two in the middle there like and some of their little pop-up ones that they randomly so it's it's kind of it makes it hard right so people don't go stand in the, in the line if you're going to miss the whole game just for one beer. So no, but we had a lot of lot of smiles, a lot of people really happy to take pictures. It was it was good for the soul. It was nice to get out and yeah. The one little girl went running up to Dawn um, in her outfit and costume and which uh, costume? She, yeah, she was in muff tack. And uh, I mean, this little girl was probably three years old, just tiny and like. You know, Muff Tech looks like a teddy bear, and she just goes up and runs and hugs. And I, like, I even out loud, I go, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, I thought, I thought Muff Tech was the abominable snowman. It looks like that too, right? But I mean, just except for not angry. I mean, I, I have I, actually toy or not Toy Story Monsters Inc. brings yeah. out the fact that the abominable snowman is not really that bad. So I, I had a couple kids that stick with me. One was a blind girl. Mom brought her up to me, and she told me how much her dad loves Star Wars, and she's going to rub it in his face. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, and then I had this little boy come up to me, and he goes, I love Star Wars. And I said, I love Star Wars, too. And he goes, you're from Episode 4. And I'm like, that's very good. I am from Episode 4. And he just talked to me about Tuscan Raiders for a few, and I'm like, this is awesome. Wow. So I, I actually, he took a picture with me, and then I... I told him to come back and he's standing in front of me. So I handed him my gaffy and I pulled it up over his head so that he could get the picture holding the gaffy over his head. So he was pretty thrilled. Um, I really, I really like I was out of place because I don't know anything about star Wars. Right. And so I, but one thing I liked about your group and I, we were drinking and I told them, I said, guys, like I I'm here, I'm here volunteering my time. I don't know anything about you. And I, I, I like that you share what you're about right um and say listen here meow uh and say meow don't get me started meow all right right meow what i'm gonna tell you is that the group is great um you know so that you guys are always willing to share what what your character is based off of um kind of what what it does and you're doing it for a good cause right i mean like Sure, the, well, Griffin, the Griffins game, 
people only see that they're there for the Griffins game when it's actually there for the Griffins Youth Foundation, yes. right? Like that's the biggest thing. Yeah, that and, was the charity where we were raising money for was right. the Griffins Youth Foundation. And so I was really excited because I get that I, I watched a little bit of hockey, like youth hockey. The youth foundation yeah. was there playing, and I was like, this is exactly what it's for. Like these kids are playing. Um, you know, you guys go to the hospital and stuff. So it's like people think that it's just, Hey, for this, but it's actually for a, a, a better thing. Right. Like, and that's how everything is. Everything is always for some sort of charity. Yeah. We, right? we do. Unless you're doing some, the only time you're not allowed, you're able to not do that is around the May the 4th be with you or whatever. Yeah, around, May, around May 4th, they usually have a lift on retail type things because it's also free comic book day around that. Sure. That first Saturday in May is free comic book day. Yep. So if it's around that time, we can go do those type of things. But again, there's still a, somewhat of a charitable aspect to that because they're, you know, comic book shops order comics to give away for free. Yep. So they're not making money on those comics. They're hoping people come in the door and buy stuff. But and what's interesting with a lot of the costumes is a lot of them, they're not, you know, other than, you know, like the merch who just kind of make their own however they want to look. You know, like, was Matt there on Saturday? No. So, so, like, he is a Shadow Trooper, but Shadow Troopers don't really show up in any of the movies. They show up in, like, video games and some of the... That was cartoons. something Nick found out, because, you know, he, he was asking some people, and, you know, go ahead, Nick. No, and that's, like, exactly it. I was like, you know, where what, what, what movie are you from? And uh, I found out that there's comic books made of Star Wars, right? I thought it was just movies, but apparently it was movies and then turned into comic books where, um, you know, a lot of a lot of other things start as comic books, like action, act, you know, superhero, superhero movies start out as comic and books. And video games. Into, yeah. And you can, if it's been, if it's been into a video game, you can novels. Yep. No, hist- yeah. Historical, yeah. Like novels and books and stuff like that. Yeah. So the Gloria who played Mary Jade. Yep. She is from a novel. Okay. Yeah, as saying her husband, her husband doesn't dress up, supports the crap out of it. Um, you know, and just really, really cool people, really supportive. And it's fun because you know, not knowing anything, everybody likes to give me crap. Like when you left, everybody's like, get out of here, and blah blah blah. And I was like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm telling you, I've never seen a single episode, right? Or a movie. And uh you know, ask questions, and it was funny. Yeah, I didn't see much outside of the movies and some of the TV shows. I never sure. played games or read the books. Well, I, and I, I guess I will say, like, I played the video game for a little bit because I was, uh, I was a uh, shaft with a purple lightsaber. And then, Mace Windu, <laughs> yeah, Mace Windu, and so then we, you know, had to kill people, and it was just like Street Fighter. I forgot that he actually, when they redid Shaft, he was Shaft. <laughs> I always think of the original Shaft, like, Richard Roundtree. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Jackson has been shafted in two movies now. In general, but I'm just saying, I think I always think of the original one. Yeah. Well, where, where, where Isaac Hayes did the theme. Intro. Yeah. So, funny story since we're talking about Shaft for a minute. Uh, so, the 2000 Shaft that Sam so Jackson, Jackson was, was yeah. Shaft in, Richard Roundtree was in as his uncle, both named John Shaft. In the second Shaft movie, which came out like three, four years ago, it was discovered that he wasn't really his uncle. He was actually his father. <laughs> so now there's three Shafts because Shaft had a son. 
that's always a good one yeah so um we have some business to take care of i guess because you know we we do do a financial podcast here um especially you for do anybody. financial podcast we do it for especially for anybody on tiktok joining us right now we had a question on tiktok earlier nick i'm going to pose this to you and then we'll talk about some other stuff so person earlier on tiktok i was uh pre-gaming before you got here yeah. said i'm moving out i have 700 dollars. what is your advice to me now i gave him my advice but what is your advice to somebody moving out with 700 bucks nick where are they moving to well, I, guess we I didn't, I really didn't get any answers to questions. Cause I mean, they just threw it out there. So yeah. I, you know, the first thing I said is, are you moving in with somebody? Or are you trying to get your own place? Right. Um, and then of course the number one thing we tell everybody budget. I say that's the biggest key. So, you know, if you're moving back home and you're at 700 bucks, awesome. Take that money and save up. And well, my guess is they're not moving back home. They're moving to, you know, or, or with somebody, right? Like I would hope they're moving with somebody because right. with 700 bucks, you're not getting very far. No, I mean, we are still one of the lowest areas and people think that we're high in rents, but we're so low. Um, you know, my advice is, is yeah, again, find a roommate, like bunk up, you know, 300 bucks. If you, if it's 300 bucks for rent, right. I mean, now you're at 600. So you have two months worth and hopefully you have a job, keep budgeting, <laughs> Make sure, make sure you're doing all the right steps. Was this a somewhat local person on TikTok or were they? Because that's hard part with TikTok. Is I don't know. It was just user and a bunch of numbers. People all over, all over. Oh, you could have somebody in Hawaii trying to live off seven hundred dollars. Yeah, they're not going to get to three days from now on seven hundred bucks in Hawaii. <laughs> just saying, you, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um. So, any other advice for that person, Nick? um i mean I, i'd have to know more of the story See, of it, but like that's what i felt too. I, guess, I guess you know other advice right start yeah. start knocking on doors right get a side hustle i mean that's exactly it like uh what is your pat find it find a passion and try to make money out of it right i, I sent you a, a shot from facebook this morning on a facebook group snow is melting and oh, the, the dog poop, yeah, the, yeah the mom posted that her son has a business where he cleans up all the dog poop in your yard from the winter yeah for you know 15 bucks or something like yeah that. and i'm sitting there going now that kid's going place that's good yeah good price where's this kid at <laughs> uh he's up here in wyoming mike well i don't have dog poop but i have leaves i would love to get cleaned out of my yard because unfortunately i had a leaf drop just before the first snow when never was able to get them out before I don't really have an option. Right. So we have I.O. Froman on here. And, and you know what Froman reminds me of, Mike? Hey, Froman, the Sausage, King, the sausage of King of Chicago. I will be in Chicago on Saturday. Are you? I will be. There you go. What's that one for? Uh, I got tickets to a Bulls game. How was there? Your wife need help this weekend? Uh, she might. I told her you're available in case she does. I'm available. What What did you say, Nick? How come why why is there one? no cons right now? Um, it's winter time there will be cons starting next month oh okay all over honestly yeah you got the con bug now my friend no i i have the that was kind of fun let's uh it is fun figure out what we can do so yeah i mean I, yeah go back to that advice real quick and it's just really budget figure out you know figure out your life figure out how to make more money right i mean it I don't know where you got the 700 from, right? If it's, 
from you not saving and not budgeting well, if it's literally you've been saving every penny, you know, I don't, I don't know the age of this person. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. There's so many variables. It's really hard to say, yep. Hey, I have 700 bucks. I'm moving out. What's your advice? Mm-hmm. I, I have, I have many, many questions. Yeah. So speaking of questions, uh, we're not going to mention names, but somebody came to us on Saturday, Mike, they need to move out. What can they do? So of course, after Star Wars Night at the Griffins is done, we go over to Grand Rapids Brewing and we're drinking a little bit of food with some people in the group. But and you finally went somewhere besides. We did go somewhere besides GP Sports and the Amway, which sucks. It's closed. Is it? Yeah, it's now the it's now the bowling alley. What? Yeah, the Duckpin Bowling Alley. There's a bowling alley there now. Duckpin. Okay, well, I, I hated GP Sports, anyways. What? Oh, their food I, wasn't great. And oh, everything was overpriced. Bud Lights were like three bucks. and So anyways. I always got great service. Nobody wants Bud Light. Anyways. I do. So we sat there talking to this person on Saturday night while we were drinking. And Nick's always hesitant. not drinking because that person does not drink. Uh, Jessica, I can get you that guy's information. Remind me. Jessica wants to hire that kid. Oh, the poop kid? Yeah, the poop kid. I got this. <laughs> can you can call the shampoo? Can you I want to hire the Jessica? poop kid if he was closer. Like I said, it wouldn't be poop. It would just be raking my leaves. No, well, I'm sure there are people out there, my friend. Um, but anyways, uh, Nick gets irritated when people ask for advice and help because he finds that they don't necessarily take that advice or help. And he doesn't want to talk to just himself. He wants people to actually, you know, care. So, Nick, can you... Uh, elaborate on that a little bit well right so it's not that i get frustrated it's that i i hate going into a situation so this is a person that i've kind of had a conversation with before right yes a while ago they said kind of the same shit of uh hey hawaii sorry um oh i love hawaii so aloha i've kind of i've kind of done a little bit of uh talking with this person and i didn't really see any action come out of it right here we are a year later let's say and you know oh yeah i really need to get this and nick nick would you mind sitting down and talking you know okay i'm always like ever you guys always know right like i mean i do this right like i'm always willing to give advice um i'll find it you go ahead i got it um i'm just trying to find what i have jessica's number under <laughs> so um that's coming your way Joss. it's texted um so right like i i hate i hate if i give more if i hate when i give more effort than what you who are the person asking or on the receiving end give right like i want to be successful i want and it just feels like no you don't want right you you just want things handed to you right and even if i feel like i handed like i handed a place right to this person went above and beyond did all this stuff and now here we are two days later and i haven't heard shit back right and it's like all right cool i'm so glad i did that well but, we sent a couple text messages but no no real follow-through at this point right and then of course the question we have is how serious are you if you're not going to follow through on an opportunity now i will say it's not in the ideal location for this person but they are motivated to move out right it's about the same distance as where they currently live from their job. Sure. 
So it's still about, you know, between 45 minutes and an hour away from where they work. And, you know, one of the things I said is if you're going to move out, you might want to start looking for another job because well, she makes okay money, Yeah, but she's a director at the place she's at making, you know, 15 bucks an hour. Right. Ooh, a director. I, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I think you could find a position that's willing to pay you 20 to 25. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's plenty of jobs out there. I mean, if she takes, you know, 31, the highway, it's actually really close. Like, yeah, it's not bad at all. I don't think it's 30 minutes to, to where she works. Um, where does this person work? Uh, someplace in Zealand. Okay. Uh, I'll let you know later. That's all we really know. That's all. Yeah. That's all I needed to know. I mean, yeah. Zealand. I, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Uh, Zealand and Mosquito. This would have been a good situation for moving in with somebody who had a place to. Yes. Well, I think, I think honestly, like that's what she's waiting ago. Yes. All right. And that, well, and that, that was the thing that got me, right? Cause like, that's what I suggested. It would have helped both sides of things it would have done like they and and i guess that was my big frustration right was like all right you didn't even try you didn't make any effort right and and the difference between your daughter and the other kid is like i know you'll make your kid do stuff yes like right when we sat with her budget hey you have to do this like she found a fucking roommate right it wasn't up for option like or it wasn't up for debate, right? It, it was, no, like, this has to get done. Well, and I had sat there suggesting, hey, you need a roommate. Hey, you need a roommate. She yeah. didn't take it seriously until she sat down with us, and she's like, I really do need a roommate. Yeah. Hello, Boston. Well, this other person, you know, again, they're not, I think, I mean, part of the situation why this person needs to move out is doesn't have the parent that could basically sit down with her the way you guys did with Caitlin. Not the the actual blood parent, but I mean, there's yeah. people there. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I mean, you I mean, know, you're ba- you are basically like family to this. I, I I basically am like another dad to this person, and and I I told her I said, listen, you need to do this, this, and this. Now I can't force her to do any of those things. I can't technically force my daughter to do any of those things, but she's smart enough to listen when I say. Right. Now, will this person take our advice? I don't know. Again, how motivated are you really? Right. Well, you know, um, that was one thing I kind of wanted to bring up was, all right, so like there's moments in, in, in this real estate world, right? Everybody talks, and, and I guess you guys don't understand it, but like some of the big things that people say is find a mentor, find a mentor, right? Find somebody, um, you know, find somebody that can help you with this mm-hmm. and, you know, so people people rely on me i i don't charge for it right i i I give this and so like i constantly see like i'm sitting having a conversation hey you want this go get do this 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 and then right the actions never come out of it right (laughs) and it's just it gets overwhelming at times and it's so then it kind of puts me into a funk right because it's like all right personally i'm not seeing actions on my side of things i'm not seeing actions from the people i'm teaching right and so it makes it a little harder for me um it makes it you know that i because you have to have some some type of a victory at some point right and so to keep being around that makes it really difficult well we talked about this you know before we went on air one of the things you'd love the best was when tj yeah you know he he hopped on an episode we were talking about how to buy your first home 
and you Another laid out was everything other than PJ. Yeah, and, and of course we call them everything but TJ, PJ, RJ, MJ, whatever. But DJ, you, you laid out a plan for him, and he literally followed it to a T. Yeah, right. I mean, and how excited were you? Oh my goodness! Like I celebrated, I think more than they actually did. Right? I went and told everybody. Right? Like how amazing. Well, they bought a house in like sixty days. No, it was well. I mean, they closed it in sixty. Right. right? They bought a house in like a yeah, week. Yeah, they went and they, they sent us. They sent us like three houses. Yeah. In a message. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they had an accepted offer and we're like, holy shit, and, they went fast. And with, and with, uh, like a lot of the advice that I gave them, right? yeah. like, Hey, you know, have them give you buyout money. Hey, ask for carpet allowance, like ask for closing costs. I mean, they have no be more apt to listen when they're highly motivated to do it. in this but situation, they were highly motivated, but they buy a house and they listened. They were highly motivated. I mean, it's weird because if you ask me which one of the two is more highly motivated, it'd be would, this other person. I'd, be, I'd say the other person, but because this one, right, they had the excuses. I just talked them out of their excuses, right? Yeah, we just signed a new lease. Fuck your lease. Like, I can get you bought out of that, right? Here, Here's how to do that. Like, And that was the best tip I've given on air yep. to anybody, right? Like, and if you want to know how to get out of your lease, uh, go watch that episode, How to Buy Your First Home. <laughs> Same. You know, I mean, dude, like, or listen, think of how much that, that advice right there is actually worth. Well, for them, it had to be worth 1500 to 2000 oh, bucks, if not more. Yeah. But like I'm saying now times that by everybody that would listen to this thing. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's a million dollar advice. Like <laughs> simply it's, it's greatest words that have come out of my mouth. Yeah, I was so literally. proud of it. Right. I mean, it's, it's always worth watching the episodes, especially when you ideas of the uh, video with you. When who's on video? Sorry. Yeah, your eye candy. Yes. When Mike is on, <laughs> he is our eye candy. Yeah, that's true. Um, TikTok loves Mike. They do. Um, TikTok is full of oh, people who are catfishing. Let's just say that. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. I just had somebody oh, yeah. take my picture and use it for their fucking profile picture. Oh, block that motherfucker. No, I actually had some, like, I've had a couple of females start, like, asking me questions, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. oh can I get your Gmail? I have a Gmail strictly for, like, with things like that, and it's yeah. funny, it's always, like, you get the email, and it's, like, names that, like, completely different names of them who, who said yours actually checked. I'm like, oh, absolutely. That's why you're not getting my real email address. I, you know what the hardest decision in my life is? What beer to have next? What beer to drink next? Like honestly, if that's the hardest decision, wait, wait, I wait, have, wait. Let's. What did you just have? I actually just had the. You had pom- the bells. Pomegranate flamingo fruit flight fruit fight. I would. Let's see. What would be a good follow to that? So um, we have the do strawberry that, hot do that outside. I yeah, I was thinking the outside. So I'm saving that for that, the next that or one. that or the um, untitled art that Mexican chocolate. See, I was I was thinking I was going to save that just because uh, those would be my options. Just it, to kind of, it kind sounds of like he's saving both of those to make us wait. I'm, I'm just thinking of a palate cleanse from the sours a little well, bit, and that's why. Well, that's kind of why I was going to go with the, the strawberry hop sour because uh, yeah, he wants to go with another sour. Stay with it. So what I'm choosing. What I'm choosing right now is. Um, By the way, Danny just joined us on TikTok. Danny, you missed all the talk we had about you and your your man there. 
What are you looking at? Was it this is I'm, the peach I'm, one? Yeah, the peach ring from 450 North Brewing Company. Um, this is a smooth style sour ale with peaches, and I love peaches. Hi, TJ and Danny. Hey, TJ and Danny. Hey, guys. Uh, so real quick recap. Uh, really proud of you guys uh, yeah. for taking advice. Awesome job getting uh, getting a house. Um, uh, you know, gosh, one of one of an awesome story. Uh, by the way, Jessica loves sour beer. Did she get that text? I did you get that text, Jessica? And by the way, I think you need to come in for an episode just to drink with us. Yeah. Oh man, this thing is like neon yellow. Oh, and then pour it out, and it kind of looks. Uh, it looks like orange juice. I say I was gonna say orange juice or pineapple juice. Pineapple maybe. juice. I could see that too. Yeah. That's kind of weird. It's coming into drink with you. I guess looking at like now that I look, I'm like, all right, that could be peach juice. It could be. (laughs) It's getting darker. Like it's weird. It's like almost like I had to shake the can or something. Pretty much, right? I do. So, um, yeah, peach ring. A lot of lot of fizz on this thing. This is going to be really fun for me. Is that you said that's the hot sour? No, no. You can really smell the sour, but that's really good. That's kind of fun. That's really good. No, uh, wow. Yes, Jessica got the text, and yes, she will come out to drink. Good. Um, it's it's peachy. It is very peachy. It, I love peach. I don't know if it tastes like a. I mean, it might taste like a peach ring. <laughs> it's a, I don't know if I've had a peach ring. It's in funny the last that even even though years. they taste the same, I prefer nectarine just because it's not as fuzzy. Really, I like mine a little fuzzy. Oh, say so yeah, I, I like mine shaved. I we know. I know. I like mine older and softer and full of juice. I know that's. Um, are we still talking about peaches? I think so. Is that good? The fruit, the juicier, the better. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, but I love me a juicy peach. That's a fact. So, uh, I, I, I enjoy. I enjoy giving advice, David. I mean, I do. Like we yeah. love doing this. We right? love giving advice. And here. You know, like, look at Ashley, right? Like, look at yeah. everybody. Like, okay, so I, we've done some we've done some episodes with some people that we've not had back on. Yeah. We've done episodes with people that have been on multiple times, yes. right? It's not because you're not doing anything. It's because we'd rather celebrate, right? Yeah. Like, you know. There's if you have things to celebrate, you're going to reach out to us. 100%, right? So we did a three-part debt series, and two people have reached out to us. The third one has not. Mm-hmm. And what does that tell us without telling us anything? Right. And that's exactly, it's not, you know. And we did our part. Yeah. Both of us for the first little bit, we're like, hey, man, how's it going? How, you know? Yep. Hey, woman. Um, no way. <laughs> mm, too bad. Now I know, Jessica. Thank you. Um, stuff uh, on Twitch. Just tell her, tell her to, uh, tell her to send a text to prove it. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, to my phone. No one cares about yours. Good. <laughs> say, um, not, not safe for the air. Yeah, we're not going to go that, there on TikTok. We're not fucking going there. <laughs> say, um, hey, by the way, if you're on TikTok, like us and shit, so you know people yeah, join. Like us and shit, but don't do it the same at the same time. I mean, you can do it at the same time because you're not on what video. Else, like, what mean, else yeah. are you going to be doing it while you're sitting there? I yeah, might as well just keep you might liking. as well be on TikTok liking us. So, um, you know, I I get asked. We were talking about it as well. Like I get asked all the time. Um, when's a good time to sell? You know, right 
everybody thinks right now is not a good time to buy and you know like they, they give they give an answer and then they why do questions. they think it's not a good time to buy because everybody says that it's a seller's market but it is a seller's market uh-huh it can be a good time to buy if you find the right place that's exactly it right but like, you really have to work at that yeah right i mean that's, nothing, nothing easy falls into your lap does it even when it's a, a buyer's market does do easy things just fall into your lap it wouldn't be easy because like then you right. have the stress of can i sell it right yeah i'm not gonna you know and everybody so it's 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 what we talk about for the uh for the for the stock market you know everybody pulls their money out when the thing's losing mm-hmm. and oh i, I can't which is the stupidest time to pull out your money right you would think so but nope they because they see a loss that's all they see like money going down when the market goes down put your money in it yep. and when it goes up it, it, and if it were like a fairly like newer like IPO, I think I would be more apt to sell a during the crashing market. But if it's an established company and you can buy it cheaper, go for yep. it. I mean, McDonald's, Nike, Apple, you know, Microsoft. None of these companies are going to go out of business because the market crashes. No, you have to know what you're investing in. Like you said, if you're if you're investing in an IPO, that's a risky deal. Yeah. But if you're buying an established company right now, Nike has been number one in sporting products for since the 70s. So we're talking 50 years. Mm-hmm. If you're putting your money into Nike, you're gonna make money. If you're putting your money into Disney, you're gonna make money. Right. You know, Microsoft, Apple, these things are making money. Yeah, they're gonna go down. Okay. And who cares? Now you can buy stock at a cheaper price. Yep. What? Well, um, you know, I have a financial guy who does my IRA, right? And we talked about it. Like I did a flip and I cut him a check for six grand for this year or whatever, right? And he's like, oh man, uh, you know, things are things are really low and you're getting into this part. And I was like, Yep, yep, I am. So if I lose the six grand, guess what? I lost the six grand, but I don't like it'll come back. So we just got a question on Twitch. I want to address that. So the top three stocks to invest in for someone new to stocks. I have yeah. an answer. Nick, do you have an answer? Uh, I have an answer. You so I like my answer, but I have an answer. I don't care. I don't care. So I would go with a high dividend payer for one of them. Strong company. Okay. I would pick Pepsi. Okay. Because they're highly divested. So not only do you have Pepsi, but you get Quaker, you get Frito-Lay. A lot of different avenues that Pepsi makes money in. Mm-hmm. High dividend payer. Mm-hmm. I would go with a tech company. Uh, right now, it would probably be NVIDIA because they're the number one video card maker. Yeah. Um, I love them as a stock. I, I think they're going to they're gonna be around a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's not too expensive right now where you still have room to grow. Sure. And then I don't know the stack symbol for it, but there's a, what the hell is that? Gas, the, oil, energy. No, it's, it's the one company that we always talk about besides Betterment. Wealthfront? No. Vanguard. The Vanguard. There's a Vanguard ETF out there, which Jessica, I'll have to see what that ETF is, but I bought Caitlin in at like $118. I think it's up to 253. And I honestly, it's, it's just going to keep going up. Sure. So those are the three that I would invest in because 
for the long run, they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. You. I wouldn't invest in three. Well, if you were only going to pick three. No. That, that, that's how you fail, right? Understood. Because, because you're not you're not diverse enough. Now, again, like I did day trade, right? Like, <laughs> like I've done more day trading than people. Um, you know, uh, dude, I don't like I need somebody out there to teach me how to read um, crypto. Or, like, We're going to have that crypto episode soon. By the way, because, Jessica, text me and I'll, I'll tell you what to do specifically. Do you know how rich I would be right now if I could read crypto? Dude, I, I've watched it up to 16, 17 bucks and I've watched it down to like 12 and a half. And I'm sitting here going, if I would have bought and sold all of these, like, yeah. or, you know, and I don't buy the extreme lowest and I don't buy the, or sell the extreme highest, right? Like, dude, a dollar here <laughs> and there, like, I'm fucking, like, I'm doing really well. Like, that's, I mean, that's what I seen. When well, I was, again, I got like a hundred bucks in crypto just because yep. I'm seeing what the hell's happening. So, and I, you know, and so my mind, my mind is always day trade if I'm buying individual stocks. So mm-hmm. my suggestion is never do that. But I do love. So if you ask me to give suggestions, what are your to, three favorite stocks? To, to a child, yeah. To a child, um, number one, pick a company that you like and use. Whether it's Disney, Nike, Apple, stuff like that. That's a great point. Right. It's a company that you use that you're excited about that you support. Yep. Um, so that to me is huge. Like, because we do, we give that to the kids, right? Like, Hey, I mean, gosh, I remember we couldn't afford to get in. We couldn't afford to get in, but I would, and it was weird. Cause I guess even back then, so I was bored. So I grabbed the newspaper and I would highlight certain stocks and it was always like Pepsi Coke and, you know, like things that I knew as a kid. Yeah. And then the next day the, the, the paper would come and I would highlight the same ones and figure out what they did. Yeah. And that was like a stupid little hobby. And I only did it for a few weeks and it was kind of fun, but like, uh, I wish I had the money to invest back then in it. Um, you know, so I guess I would say one of those, right. Yep. A consumer good. Yes. Um, I would invest in a tech type of a company and then i would invest one into an uh an energy company right so um that way i still would do an established somewhat established company right well i mean you could do you know as as it's a consumers or or whatever consumers is under uh, dte i forget what they're i think consumers but like uh ge right so ge is a is you can have that as a as a company so um i guess i would diversify my three like right now oil you know you'd want to get into some oil stuff because there's a there's a chance that we're going to start producing more i mean you're gonna are you gonna well i mean they have so many areas that they can drill that they haven't touched that's allowed to be drilled yep so yeah oil stocks right now are great will they be great in 10 years maybe not right but they're great right now right um, and one of the questions we have here, and, and the how part, Jessica, I'll answer. Send me a text. I'll tell you exactly how. Um, how much of your paycheck should you put into investing? She asks, is 10% enough? So I'm going to say right now, if you know your budget, that tells you how much you can put in. Because it's how much discretionary income do you have that you can afford to, let's say, gamble with. That's true. Well, like. I mean, you found out a little bit more information about me this weekend, right? I, a little bit. <laughs> Say, like, I wasn't joking when I told people I literally lived off of 50% of what I made. Yeah. Right? Like, I had goals. And, uh, you know, 
sure did i live at home until i was 20 years old or whatever and bought a house like i saved up every damn dime because hey this is what i did and that's how i got to where i was because i literally and even at that okay so like when you look at my gentex career and i'll lay mm-hmm. out my damn money for people okay let's say i made fifty two thousand dollars a year right i make a thousand bucks okay i was putting 25 percent into my 401k right because that would kind of I, I don't know. And plus I got bonuses, right? So mm-hmm. I have to be clear about that. Um, and you, you're only allowed to put like 17,000. And so that, that put me really close to where I needed to be at for that. Um, I was putting, so let, let's push me down to like 750. Hey, by the way, I'm going off of TikTok because I'm losing battery here quickly. Oh, sweet. I think I'm your only follower right now. Anyway. You are the only one right now. Only loser. So anyways, go ahead. Right. And then, um, you know, I was... So, you know, 750, uh, pay taxes on that puts me at around, you know, 600, let's say, right. Roughly if I took the 15% away in theory, mm-hmm. 22. Um, and then I, I was investing like a hundred and something dollars into betterment, right. Putting me down to five. Uh, and then I was taking, and putting $250 into my savings account every week, right? So $1,000 a month, basically, into, into a real estate fund. So I was living off of $250, okay, a week. Um, the only bills, in theory, that I had at this point was was my uh, my car insurance, which was due on the fourth paycheck of the month. Yep. Um, and that was kind of the whole thing. Right. So I, in theory, lived off of $700 roughly every, every month. And if I wanted more money, I, I just worked more overtime, right? Like that fourth week, I always worked a couple extra hours. So that way I had a little bit, a little bit of money. Um, you know, when I, when I tell you, I don't take my, when I tell you, I don't, I don't take my uh, real estate money and use that. Like it's very, very limited. I actually touch that money, right? I reinvest that money on a constant. I want it to roll over. So when people say, oh, hey, you know, rice and beans and stuff, like we did that. I, yes, do I go out to eat now? 100%. (laughs) But uh, like I said, you're you're exactly right, Nick. I mean, I meant probably between what goes into my 401k, what goes into Betterment, what goes into some of the other investments that I do just automatically, probably about, probably 10% of my paycheck goes into investments mm-hmm. overall you know, or you know not my paycheck per se but you know my my gross income basically sure yep you're you're um, or i guess not gross gross after you know taxes sure you're not i yep. were to take you know if i were to take that sum that goes into my um 401k out of like what was you know as a separate thing and took that out of my net or whatever it comes yep. to about 10 percent um, but I mean, the only reason kind of why I don't do more than that now is, you know, A, I'm paying child support. B, I'm not going to do a rice and beans diet with my kids. I'm not going to make my kids eat ramen and, you know, things of that nature. Cause I don't, and hot dogs, because I don't want them to have to feel like they're, cause they're not, I'm not poor. I mean, yes, I could, if I were single, yes, I would, you know change to like you know rice and beans and some hot sauce you know every day and we put 40 percent of my you know 
paycheck away and stuff like that. And yeah, and I, but I mean, the other thing in terms of like stop, and it, it doesn't apply to everybody. But I think if you if you are work for a publicly traded company and you are highly committed to your job where you're going to stay there for a while, invest in your own company. I, so, and that's, I did, right? Gentex would allow yeah. me to do six grand or something every quarter. Um, and then you get, but like with Gentex, you got a discount, right? For being an employee there. So I would always buy before, <laughs> before our bonus meeting. And then sell it after our bonus meeting. Yeah. You know, I get I'm my... saying, but that's not a good thing. If you, like I said, if you're not committed yeah. to well, your job, if you're like just doing it for a couple of years, uh, you know, get some experience and move on, don't invest. But like, I've been at my, I mean, we, we were bought by a publicly traded company like five years ago. Sure. But I mean, I'm still probably, unless something really bad were to happen, probably planning on retiring from this company. Oh, and, that, and that's huge. Like, I, you know, I agree with you. Like even, I don't know, I guess I don't agree even if you think it's going to be short-term because sometimes short-term turn is a long-term, so take the risk. Like, well, yes. Yeah. So I would say just do it, right? Like don't, don't. Let's say, think, I mean, you don't always have that option because you're not always working for a publicly traded company. No, and that, yeah, but I'm saying if you have that option too, right? Like then definitely do it. Like, um, you know, and to me, to me, it's, I, I, I refuse to do any more with Gentex because I don't work there. And that, you know, it's just a hard, which makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's bad feelings on my part. Right. Um, no, you know, so yeah, I, I think, I mean, I hope that answers the, the thing for Jess. Um, well, I just sent her a couple links for uh, stash and acorns and gave her some information. She asked about, the new options we have with our 403Bs at work. I told her, hit me up on Teams for that. So, Oh, does uh, she work with you? Uh, she works at Spectrum. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, she uh, she has the same options I do. Oh, And, of course, I already direct people that I work with on how to invest there. What's well, one of the first things, right? I, I, I'm finding I like Stash more than public just because Stash always has those little stock parties where you, even though you only get, like, 20 cents of a stock for free, basically, you know, it's still stock. Well, it's funny you say they that. charge you three bucks a month for stash, but yeah. most months you make at least three dollars in the yeah. stocks they give away. Hmm. So stash is probably my favorite place. I do like public because I can just go buy what I want, and I, and I'm am a fan of that. I mean, um, I am, and and I like acorns just because acorns again is. I I hate acorns. Why? Oh, I couldn't get in. It wouldn't verify me as a person. There are people that have that issue. <laughs> Ashley tried to get in and she had that problem. Yep. Uh, every once in a while, my credit union, every once in a while, my credit union bank, I have to kind of reconnect to. Yep. But then when I got like a thing where it was like, sign up for an Acorns checking account and get like $100 free or something like that, with just like do some direct deposits, do some, you know, automatic withdrawals. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. No, just I can... just split, I split my paycheck between two or three different banks. Acorns now is one of them. There you go. You mentioned uh, like stocks paying you 20 cents. Yeah. And uh, David, I sent you a text that said I did something I don't usually do. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in half a sec. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica said she's currently on Robinhood, which Robinhood is very similar to public. You go on there and you buy, you know, stocks, which, you know, and you can buy partial on public, right? 
I don't know if you can buy part. I don't think you can. Okay. I think public and Robin Hood, you both have to buy full. a full share of whatever that is. Um, public, some of the stuff that I had paid, some, some stuff I bought on public. Let me see. I think my... Uh, so, stuff. either way, Jessica, you and I will talk off air about your investments because I'm, I'm curious. Um, Nick did something the other day. He texted me this, Mike, and it's, it's totally me. And I was very, very proud. Yeah. Two pennies. Uh, actually, I think three pennies in total, two, two nickels, and a quarter. Nick found money on the ground and picked it 38 up and put cents. it in his pocket. 38 cents, yeah. So I think it's 37 or 38 cents, yeah. yeah. I mean, I honestly would pick up like 38 cents. I mean, it was all se- quarter, it was all- I'm going to pick it up. The quarter I definitely picked up, but like it was all separate days or separate times and separate locations. It's not like I picked it all up at once. I mean, and I'm not one of those like, you know, um, people who believe in like Friday the 13th. Um, oh, superstitions and stuff? Superstitions. Yeah, well, like if I tales. find an upside down penny, I'm not going to flip it over. You know, I'm just yeah. going to pick up an upside I'd down. i pick it up. No, I, I think the one it. that I grabbed at, um, Salvino's. Salvino's for you. I think that was upside down. Yeah, who gives a shit? It's a penny. Yeah. It, it's worth a penny, and I'm going to put it in my bank, and I'm going to make money on my penny. It all adds up, my friends. The um, penny is now worth 1.02 pennies. Hey, if they're charging point no, point 0.9 for gas, I'm getting point something on my penny, damn it. Damn straight. Um, that would actually be a good episode to do in the future is like inflation gas prices yeah because i did like some and this actually came from my ex-father-in-law who is highly conservative Mm -hmm. he actually shared a meme that was basically like gas prices are like caused by this 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 and this they have absolutely the president has absolutely no control on them and that was a surprise to me because he is highly conservative. And with Biden in office, I never would have expected that particular so to be shared. I unfriended somebody on Facebook yesterday because they posted a picture of their fucking the gas they put in their huge goddamn truck. And they said, fuck Joe Biden. If you're that much of a fucking moron, I don't need to be associated with your dumb ass again. Some presidents are good. Some presidents are bad. I don't fucking worship any of them. And none of them have shit to do with gas prices. Honestly, I think Biden has more to do with gas prices than other people because he opened up all this fucking land to go drill on. And the oil companies are like, nah, we're good. Because if we don't drill on that land right now, we get record you can jack up prices. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they're looking to do. They're looking to jack up the fucking prices. Mind you, yeah. I do own stock in ExxonMobil. Which that's, again, probably a smart one. To... Yeah, I bought it during the pandemic when it was 40 bucks yeah. because nobody was driving and gave a shit. I mean, like, well, I mean, BP would have been a good one to invest in, like, after yeah. the oil spill when their stocks plummeted. Again, you look at these stocks and you're like, hey, they're down for some reason, but this company's not going anywhere. No. And again, you can't. Necessarily, BP. None of them are going to be going anywhere in the next ten years. I mean, ten years. Yeah, I mean, or even maybe years longer. or so when electric becomes, you know, more of a thing. When it, wow. yeah. 
But, but again, I mean, but even then, know, they're going to diversify probably into options for supporting electric or hybrid vehicles. One of the TV shows that Mike and I loved was Sports Night. Yep. And I remember an episode, Dana bought a new camera and somebody said, hey, buy some stock in Eastman Kodak, which this show came out in 99. It lasted until the end of 2000, 2001. If you had bought money in Eastman Kodak, you would have lost your ass. Yeah. Because film is not a thing anymore. It's all digital. Yep. And And that was one company that did not go with it. Right. A lot of the other major camera companies saw the fact that it was going digital and actually went. You have, have grown. You have to look at what's coming. So we already know that at some point, gas will not be the, the number one thing to drive a vehicle. But that technology is still 15 years away for the majority of consumers out there. But even then, people like BP and ExxonMobil are going to find a way yes. to tap into that market. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Now, will one of the smaller oil companies go somewhere? Sure, oh, yeah. they're going to go. Yeah. But the big ones are going to be there. Yeah, whoever owns some of these, like Admirals or whatever, they will be gone. But the big ones will be there. Well, you know, and we've we've kind of divested off of the real estate talk to talk about investments and stuff but you know when you look at certain things so a huge deal was announced today the mlb entered into a deal with apple tv really they're going to have friday night baseball and they will be exclusive so if you if you want to watch the tigers on a friday night you can't get them on fox sports detroit or whatever the fuck it is or the cw7 or whatever there is if you want to see the Tigers, you have to have Apple TV on Friday night to see the Tigers. So that even would go like with you and your MLB package or MLB whatever? TV will not have those games. Is that going to be a World Series thing too? I don't believe it has anything to do with the playoffs. Okay. But, of course, that came out while they're in a huge labor dispute and the players yeah. were like, oh, you're getting hundreds of millions of dollars from Apple, so you can up this shit right now. Nope. No, I was a. Uh, they they pick the 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 owners and the like commissioners and stuff are are dumb. Because you would think you would not announce that during a labor dispute. So I I did see a thing on uh, Twitter. It basically said the owners were turning their pockets inside out to show the players how poor they were, and the Apple TV deal fell out. <laughs> right whoops no, and, that's... and again apple is not going anywhere now nick was not around for the the heights of apple in the 80s and the loads of apple in the 80s so when i was young five apple was the number one thing out there and then within five years nobody wanted a fucking apple right it was just shit and when they brought Steve Jobs back and, you know, they came out with the iPod, Apple took off again. That was huge, yeah. yeah. Even with that, I mean, once they just kind of at a point, you know, they, I think with beyond just the iPad, iPod and other things like that, they just improved their computing system. They did. And, you That's know, cool. and again, you know, because they're not operating on, you know, 
25 Windows. other like computer platforms, you know, they don't get the, I mean, I still don't buy Apple unless I absolutely have to. I mean, I have an um, iPod I paid 10 bucks for. Well, I'll tell you, you don't find the computer viruses with Apple the way you do with Windows products. Right. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. I think but uh, Apple's also one of those things that, I mean, and, and I would agree with it. I, I've seen it. I mean, all these little like upgrades they, they send to you. And I mean, and they, Apple sends you a lot more upgrades than any, um, Android and Android Mike, based Microsoft. Yeah. They're basically sending you these things to make your phone obsolete. So you have to buy a new every year or two. I do not update my iPad. I've never updated the operating system because I know it's just going to make my iPad worthless. Mm-hmm. Yep. So not to go off on a tangent, but let's go off on a tangent for a minute, Nick. You also had another new experience on Friday night. Oh, I did. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. You want to talk about that a little bit yeah. so I can get a little plug in for the business? Yeah, sure. I see. Um, a couple of buddies and I showed up to uh, break room therapy, um, came in, I threw out my shoulder. Uh, How did you throw out your shoulder? I whipped a bottle against a wall. Um, How yeah. fast was it? Oh. 55 miles an hour? I don't know. We didn't have a we didn't have a marker in there. You should get, was, that should be, if you ever have the body, you should put radar guns out there. We really should. I quick. have radar guns, by the way. It was quick. Uh, you know, so uh, I tried to buy an entire bin of glass, and Don was like, "You can't break all that." And I was like, "This just seems like a challenge to me." And so I came in right, trying to get us to spend this crap ton, right? Like, let's just break everything. You, you tried to buy the projector. When you say like an entire bin, you you meant one of like the big bins, yeah. not like the extra like. Crate. No, we bought the extra crate. That was they, they brought a they bought a crate of broken glass. Yep. And something else. And then we bought eleven of out of the yep. out of the uh, big. So they wanted the big critter too. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked her how much was in there, and I was like, "All right, we'll take it." She's like, "You can't break that." And I was like, "Because I'm just going to go in there and just start rifling them off, right? Like, this is nothing." Because you do realize they sell that for like what a hundred dollars and four people in an hour. Uh, it's one hundred and eighty dollars and four people for one hour yeah. for that big printer, the big copier. Oh, nice! Yeah, no, let's say Nick so wanted the projector back in a couple of weeks and get that one. Yeah. Nick wanted the projector, the eighty dollars projector down there that Don yelled at me the other day that it's too expensive, and it sold on Sunday. Did it? Did it work? Eighty. Eighty. Uh, the 80, kid barely 80. broke anything. If that. If there's one thing he has become, I would say a uh, idiot savant at. Yes, it is pricing, pricing. things at break room therapy. Yep. I broke a guitar. That was fun. Isn't it the was, guitar great? It was a little. It did piss me off. A did, little did, bit. did did you do a Pete Townsend on it? Of course. He got pissed because the neck broke off from the body of the guitar immediately. Split as I was like here, and I was like crap, and I wanted to come all the way down That's and but. It was still, it was really fun. So, but that's not my first guitar I broke that way. So I've, I've been able to bust an acoustic have guitar. Ever, have you ever Jeff Jarrett it on somebody's head? No. Uh, she didn't say we're not allowed to hit people, but like the people I was with wanted to. You're not people. allowed to hit people. I mean, it happens by accident once in a while. Yeah. No, they only wanted to be one in the room. And I was like, all right, cool. Like whatever. And I'm over here like, 
I'm raging, right? You could barely get Nick out of the room. Yeah. He was having a blast. Oh, yeah. Just... And, and mind you, since the, since Mike just said it, I'm going to say it. That's J-E-double-F. J-A-double-R-E-double-T. Double J-Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Uh, no, so it was, I mean, it was a great time. Um, you know, we, we showed up, let's go to grab some more beer. All right. There you go. Yeah. We showed up. Everything was ready. Uh, I got made fun of cause I put, uh, shoe protectors on. <laughs> People do that. I, you know, it helps. I don't know. She just said like, you're going to get glass in your feet. And I was like, all right, I'm not trying to do this. Okay. And you care about your shoes. I, no, not really. I mean, I, I mean, just, you have a lot of shoes. I do. You don't care about them. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know then. I, I, I say, I, I just threw them on. I, I also thought they looked kind of funny because I was really hoping I can get a hairnet like bright orange or something. We don't have hairnets, but we have had a guy put the shoe booties on his head because he had an afro, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Hell yeah. No, so um, I don't know. Who is working that. this weekend? If I come help Don. Uh, I don't know. And I, I tried showing up. I tried showing up and being, uh, you know, really fun with David and, you know, yelling, yelling like David normally does when he's having too much of a good time. How did, how did you like my uh, my comment? What comment? Which one? What? I'm like, are are the uh, crate? Oh, oh yeah, that was hilarious. Well, so they. They told them, right? Like, hey, don't let don't don't let Nick break the crates. And if it does, Nick's paying fifty bucks. So then all the guys were in there holding up the crate. Nick, should we break it? And I was like, you son of a bitch. And so, like, that's why I kept trying to get them to do the uh, the projector and all the other stupid shit. Because hell, I'll pay fifty bucks if they're all dropping a hundred bucks on your stuff. Your right? next your next add on will won't be anything other than Nick Watkins. Yeah, it, it's and funny because I got yelled at for. All my Nick Watkins on. was here. Nick so not only, right, not only does Nick party. come in like a fucking tornado with the my penis, my penis. But on the way into the room and on the way out of the room, he wrote about 50 times on each board, fuck David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so they have these boards as you and, and they don't censor so that's up on, that's up on facebook for eternity well and at one point he goes don's cool fuck david and uh no so i uh and then and then nick how many times are you gonna write that the board's gonna last all weekend and i was like oh i didn't know that like i thought it was a daily thing right and i was like you can erase it and don's like it's my business their... i can do what i want and i was like you not follow them he really doesn't. I do. I follow. I mean, where uh, I have my like on Facebook. You, like, do you think I read anything? I'm a top fan because I like share most things. You I do, uh, dude. I I mean, okay. I, like, people always ask, "Oh, hey, you're always on Facebook." I'm not really. Like, I scroll through if it's a photo. Like, I see you're on vacation. I see you're doing things. Yep. Like, I have enough to get by. I post my two cents. Right. Like. I see that there's a thing called break room therapy. I see that there's people, right? Like Dawn will post something and she'll, it'll be all like emotional and stuff. And it'll be like, I know for a fact that we'll run into each other. And she'll be like, Hey, I had this great experience where somebody. So like, I know she's going to tell me the story, right? Because like, we're close enough where we talk. Like, yeah. David will call I mean, me. We are too. I mean, I, I, I talk to Dave at least twice a week. And- right. Usually every weekend I don't have my kids unless I'm camping. I'm up there hanging out. 
and you know, it's just I don't know. I don't I don't use Facebook to that. Extent. I don't do. I mean, I honestly don't do a lot of other things too. I I get people who actually know who are Facebook friends of mine who are like, "Are you like a part of a business owner with them?" I'm like, "No, nope, they're just my yeah. best friends." And you know, I said if they've ever considered like, I mean, I honestly think I don't think you can move open a thing in Kalamazoo and not saturate the market. Too close. But if I were like in, you know, Gary or something like that. I'd be like, yeah, let's open one. Because we yeah. could probably open one in, you know, northwest Indiana and probably, you know, not pull a lot of people. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think you can find that information. But, like, I guess what I'm thinking is is the fact that if, I, if I'm if i looking at a business, right, I, I'll be like, hey, you want to go bowling? I'll quickly hop onto, like, all the bowling pages I know. Hey, what is it? You know, what are we going to do? Like, I hop on the break room and go, hey, is there a discount code, <laughs> right? Like, I know of these things. I follow enough to know that there's these things. Again, I, I use Facebook as a tool, not as I don't know, a, a daily chat type thing, if that makes any sense. So I do yeah. the same thing. I, and, I, and I don't do a lot of mean posting and things of that nature. Like, you know, I know people who like, you know, they'll 20 memes a day. Right. Oh, and there's days I have those days because I, I find oh. everything funny. Like, David and I do it on TikTok. What do you mean? The only. About Nick, the only place I'm going to throw meat is probably going to be on F-Bomb. Oh, absolutely. Nick and I will sit there and send 20 TikToks to each other daily. Yep. And like half the time, half the time I don't watch I can, it. I can stuff. tell when, when Dave is on TikTok, especially <laughs> in the morning, as I'll be at work, I'll get like five like messages. You received a message. You received a message. And I'm like, I know it's him. I don't remember who who sent who this morning. It might have been because, like, I was up at like four thirty, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I was up at four thirty. Like, all of a sudden, like quarter to five, either him or I like sent one, and like one came right back, and I was like, "Oh, David's up." I was like, I, "Like, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna call you, but I was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna keep watching TikTok for a while." <laughs> yeah, he's usually up and just like you know, he used to work seven, don't you? Yeah, for the most part. All right, I'm gonna do it just for you boys. Oh, I, I'm so excited to taste this. Blueberry, raspberry, lime, fruitsicle. But Oddside has good beer, too. I do enjoy Oddside. Ooh, look at the color. Hazel's nuts. Hazel's nuts. Mayan mocha, Imperial Mayan mocha. I do style. like that one. That one's yeah. very good. Uh, brunch, uh, hipster's brunch, uh, hipster dry. Oh my god, that looks awesome too. It does sorry, I say here try to this. But oh, it smells. That's really good. No, yeah. I'm a real, fan. Real excited about this. I'm a fan of that. Let's let's get back that? to the, the. That's the outside. This is the ooh. That's good, isn't it? Oh wow, that's really fun. This is outside blueberry raspberry lime fruit sickle and you you kind of get that tartness of the lime yeah. you get the tartness of the lime really the blueberry raspberry combo kind of comes through and you get that back flavor of the lime right so like you know how like a, a lime or a lemon will like pucker you yeah that's kind of what this does but then you get the the two other fruits and then that lime comes all the way at the end um so i was at meyer Sunday, i think it was They had the Rochester 12 days of milkshake. Oh, milkshake stout, yes. Yeah. 
I debated buying, but I'm like, it's also now March. So, you know, it's, we're toward the end of basically what would be the, you know, probably sell period of that, which is why they're probably throwing it on their, like, discount shelves and everything. Oh, yeah. If it was on the discount shelf, you should have bought me one. I I go back there this weekend, and it's there. I'll buy you one. All right, thanks. I'll give you the money for it. Because, uh, I don't know. I've drank them a year old. I don't care. Yeah. It's not like drinking old Budweiser. Yeah, I just say, so it gets a little flatter. Whatever. I don't care. It's not like something's going to grow in it and going to kill me. Um, so I'm going to ask this question because, you know, we've kind of divulged off of the, the topic of the night. Yeah. Oh, Real estate, Nick. Yeah. Real estate. Real estate. Uh, I'm scared, if that's what you ask me. Scared about what? I'm scared about what's to come. Um, Talk about that a little bit. I'll be right back. I'm scared about the thing that everybody talks about, right? Like, because when people talk about it so much, you know, whether there's going to be a crash or whether there's whatever. So like, almost like they're forecasting. Right. You know, but like every, you know, everybody wants to be a genius until they look stupid. Right. I mean, so, uh, I mean, just, just, just to kind of go with it. Cause I know he just left. So as a person who purchases houses, mostly to rent them out. Yep. If, Things like that happen. Do you have to decrease what you charge for rent? Me personally, no. Other just in general. I mean, does do rental fees decrease as? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as the you know, as the economy starts lessening, people start losing jobs, and I'm not seeing any of this right now. Like that's the thing. Okay, so I lived through 0809, Right, I didn't own in 0809. That's that's one thing. But, but you were like at the top, right? So I bought in ten. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know back then that, that was like the low and stuff like that, right? But I remember, right? If you look back at that, I mean, people didn't have jobs. They weren't hiring for jobs, right? Like no, we they have, weren't. We have sign-on no. bonuses still right now. We're no, talking about it was a complete two thousand eight, two thousand nine was a completely different environment than it is now, right? Places were downsizing because the mark, the economy was just shit at the right. time. And so, it was basically, a very low scale of the Great Depression. Right. And so I look right at now it, we're so. at a fact that companies really want to hire people just want to work for whatever crap price. A lot of those companies are wanting to pay for. And and I get it. I do. Right. So um, I, you know, and one thing David and I kind of talked about this weekend was, I guess I always think that people do the right thing and the smart thing. And I, 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 my brain doesn't understand not doing that. Right. My brain doesn't understand. Nah. Right. And and that's very, very hard. Um, And there are people who do the wrong thing. Some of these people who are opting not to work may not be doing stupid things. They just may be like, I can, and it could be like the situation, like you said, I can live off of $500 every two weeks. And what can I do to make $500 every two weeks? And it could be big jobs. It could be, you know, like I said, doing something a whole lot less stressful than, you know, like, you know, we always bring up Mikey and the fact that, I mean, it's not mentally stressful, but he has a physically stressful job. Well, and one thing, you know, I guess one thing I'll tell you is I feel like this year and last year, 
So last year they kind of gave, you know, people stopped doing the, the food deliveries and stuff like that. And I feel like it got really big, right? Recently. Um, you know, I mean, Mike got big you, over COVID because nobody could go out. I mean, that's why I did it. Correct. I could make it. Like I said, I made. But you're also financially smart. I ended up smart. making like two or three thousand dollars. But yeah, it was all for investments. It wasn't for anything right. else. And you're and you're financially smart. So the thing that scares me is the amount of people who are poor that do this. Okay, yeah. I mean this in a respectful way, right? Poor people don't know how to manage their money. They don't budget. They don't do things. Now, all of these are 1099 positions, which means you have to save up to pay your taxes. You have to pay, yes, you have to and, save up. And person. none of these people, I'm, I'm so scared that none of these people are. They're not. So like. The, having, having done it. And again, I only did it. I mean, I did it consistently for probably two months. And then I would do it here and there for a couple other months. I just until things started opening up and you know I got busy doing things with my kids and with scouts there were basically let's say really two main types of people who did it I was probably that random third who was just doing it for a little bit of extra money to do something it was college kids maybe just out of college kids who were probably doing it again as you know especially like maybe if they were like grad school kids who were looking at it as a way to, you know, if they're only making, you know, $15,000 a year as a grad student, it's an extra way to make money because it's off, you know, it's off the, I mean, like I said, it's on the records, but, you know, it's not the same thing as like going and working at like, you know, Lowe's or something like that, where they tell you you shouldn't do these things. You can kind of keep it off the books and stuff. And then there were exactly the people you're talking about. There were the people who are struggling to make ends meet and probably are not using that money to invest wisely. Probably, you know, have reached this time of year and are probably now owing three to four thousand dollars in back in taxes. Right. And now we're like, oh my God, what do we need to do? Now they're doing like three or four gig jobs to make enough money to pay their taxes. Well, and most of these people won't pay their taxes, right? Well, they won't pay their taxes. Like, because, because they look at it, like, I mean, they don't pay their fucking credit card, right? They don't understand the FU from the government, right? They don't, like, the government. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you can not pay your credit card bill. You cannot pay your mortgage. You cannot pay your other bills. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get evicted. You don't pay your taxes, you're going to go to jail. Well, and I think one of the things that, missed on most of these gig jobs is it starts out really good and then oh yeah you get a lot of early on you get a lot of like bonuses to do you do but even the pay is really good Mm -hmm. and then they slowly start to take shit away so Mm -hmm. shipped is a great example because you know my wife did shipped for over a year and she stopped during the pandemic because they changed the pay structure so she was on a shop that she might have gotten paid 25 bucks for all of a sudden she's making 13 dollars, and she's hoping that the customer's going to tip. tip to make up the difference and that's shitty so i know there are ship shoppers right now that you know the the 15 they would have been making is now down to like eight and they're not sure i even saw i'm like i didn't even think about this when i was doing not that or for me personally now i mean i still do shipped i still do 
you know, DoorDash, not from a purchasing standpoint, from a work standpoint. I do it from a convenience, hey, deliver my groceries, hey, deliver my food for me. Yep. But is that I might start carrying a little extra cash just to tip people in cash instead of basically like tipping on the apps. They said the some of these sites aren't giving the shoppers or the delivery people the full tip. They're taking, you know, maybe they're giving them maybe 70% of the tip, but they're taking a little bit of it themselves. Probably yeah. to cover in some cases because they're giving free delivery or other yeah, things like that. Really, they've taken away the the ability for these people that are doing these gig jobs to make good money at it. And, you know, so when you look at something that you used to make $20 for, and now you're making 10 and you combine it with $4 a gallon in gas, yep. are you making anything? No, I can see, I can see a lot of people stop. Like, and there have been once, I think the last time I did a DoorDash was just a couple weeks ago. Well, and, I you think know, I had been quoted a 30 minute delivery. I think it took an hour and a half just to get somebody because I think there are a few drivers out there. It could be partly that. It could also partly be the fact that the restaurants are understaffed and it takes them more time to make the food and everything as well. Well, Nick experienced that on Friday because he went over to uh, Woody's after oh, being here. Shit. And he sent me a text. He's like, shit, it took 30 minutes for anybody to acknowledge we were there. It took another 20 minutes just to take our drink order. And I'm like, yeah, the last time I was there, I basically went through the same thing because they only had like two waiter waitresses in the entire restaurant. Because I'm sure in Woody's, they're probably prioritizing the bowling alley well, this was the bar. So, I mean, this was Woody. Well, I'm just saying, but in general, they're probably prioritizing where they're going to make the most money. Like, if they have people out there, if they've got, you know, 300 people in their bowling alley and they've only got 80 people in their bar, they're going to throw people out of the bowling alley. Sure. Well, I mean, there's, you know, there's two different bars there. There's the bowling alley yes. bar itself. Yeah. Um, no, and they, they were. They were just understaffed. And so, um, you know, I almost thought about becoming my own waiter and getting my own shit. So I mean, I, I do that at grocery stores. I'm my own bagger half the fucking time, all the time. I actually, I was where you go to that. I, uh, I, I've had what bagging is it called TBK or whatever, where you could just go to the wall and pour your own beer at the uh, casino. Oh, there you go. You should um, try to do an episode there sometime. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll let us. I don't either. But uh, oh, they second. wouldn't. I would be intrigued to know how much it actually costs to get a glass to do that. I um, I forgot my train of thought. Like, that happens to me all the time now. Yeah. Um. No. So, but I guess like that. I, reasons it scares me, right? So, like a lot of those people are tenants, right? Yeah. Um, I'm scared because Sarah funding, right? C E R A COVID emergency relief assistance funding is running out october november right um i'm scared because like landlords i mean landlords can't keep putting up with this very much longer right Mm -hmm. um so well it's hard especially for people like you nick who are a basically like you're a private business like if you're a landlord for like a major company that owns like 20 properties, you know, 20 large apartment complexes or whatever, you could probably handle the 
you know, 10% of the client, you know, customers going to be able to pay their rent on time or in full or whatever. I mean, no, that's not really how it works, though. I mean, so and I guess, like, to me, that's not how it works. And that's not how I see investing, right? Like, no, but you, I mean, you, you're you can be a large for it. If you're a large company that just owns, you know, like I said, major, huge major apartment complexes, you're not an individual investor the way you are. Right, but I'm saying like even the large guys, right? Like they purchased at a price to where if they have a 10% reduction, I mean, like we see it quite often, actually. I mean, you see it a lot in 08 and stuff like that, right? Like where large, large rental companies lost because they had overpaid mm-hmm. for their you know all the, they paid the same amount okay so i pay a hundred hundred thousand dollars per door they pay a hundred thousand dollars per door the difference is is they pay a million dollars for 10 doors and i i'm just too poor i only pay a hundred thousand for one door now 10 percent of that right like it's only worth 90 000, or nine hundred thousand. like where my 10 percent is still worth 90 but like i can eat that little cost where they're they're eating a full hundred right and so like Yes, their profits are supposed to be bigger, but their their losses are so much more. And when you're a big company, if you're doing it right, <laughs> say, um, yeah, but they you know, also they're, might they're be the one of those companies that are diversified. They may not just be. Uh, You'd be surprised how many how many of those companies don't exist. That could be right. Like, um, hedge funds are a thing, but they're they're usually like hedge funds based in a in real estate they're not based in hey yeah. we're we're in oil like their oil money got taken out and then they they all pulled it into this llc that is strictly for real because they don't co-mingle money like that's the thing about rich people and like that's one thing i think people should learn is like don't co-mingle your money your investment money doesn't become your investment mo- or like your money to spend mm-hmm. because you need it for you know cupcakes on fucking tuesday and you're seven dollars short in your savings account no like Rich people go figure out how to get that $7 for something else. Like, because this money is delegated to this business. Like this business needs to succeed and fail by itself. This needs to succeed and fail. What I'm saying, they're like, they're like looking at all these different things. I'm like, when I think of diversified within real estate, I think they might also own a title company. They might also own, you know, a realtor, you know, major realtor company. Yeah, I mean, they're staying within real estate they just have other ways to make their money beyond right just so like, properties to be well that's what i'm saying like even at that like so like one of the the company i work for like he does it's funny that you say that because like he owns a title company two of them he owns a, a, a management company he owns rentals yeah. he owns like but that money doesn't his flipping money doesn't come from his rental money his like i guess no, i mean I guess they, in theory, they his, something but if it's a, like a publicly traded company, all they really care about is the bottom line. They don't care if, you know, company X is at, you know, minus 50% profit and company Y is at 100% profit as long as the overall, you know, large corporation itself is profit. Well, one of the things you said, Nick, I kind of want to hit on here. So, you know, we are this way with our money. So the money I have over here is strictly for this. The money I have over, you know, on the other side is strictly for that. So, you know, the money on the right side is for bills, but the money on the left side is for investments. And I've had my, my therapist say this to me before. She's like, yeah, but you have money. No. Yeah. If I cash in all my investments, sure. I have money, yep. but 
I'm not doing that. That's not what the investments are for. The investments are for later. Well, They're easy. not for today. You know, that's but it goes into things you've said before. I'm like, you don't take loans from referral and pay. Yep. Leave it you know. Like, you know, I say it all the time. Like, I have the most money I've ever had, but I feel the poorest I've ever felt. Correct. Right? Like, because more of my money is all tied up, right? Like, more and more on a constant. So, and I keep getting more and more in debt and keep doing things. But, like, yeah. if I broke my business down... I, you know, sure, I have a potential to be where you know where I want, but like to me, it's it's just a, it's a different it's a different life right now, right? I mean, well, I mean, you can look at our net worth as you know part of that. So my net worth is over seven hundred thousand. Yeah, but I don't have seven hundred thousand dollars. Right. I just have a net worth of over seven hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's exactly it. Like, if I want to sell everything I have, sure, I have that money. You know, and my net worth, like, I mean, think about it, like. If the economy changes, I mean, just like, oh, wait, right? Like, I mean, everybody said, you, you said it multiple times. You paid yeah. 140 for your house and then it got down to 90, right? Yeah. Like, so think about that. Like, if my if I have, let's say, a $1.4 million net worth to go to 900000 I mean, that's $500,000, right? Like, that's a big fucking that, That's huge. Like, so, yeah, you're right. I, I Well, and, and that's why you don't just ship at night, you know, $900,000. You basically suffer you know you like i said tighten your belt a little bit and wait till the market recovers and but a lot of times you can't because you owe like i mean ten, like yeah i i rely so that's the thing okay and that's what pissed me off a lot about the beginning of covid is these fucking tenants saying hey let's all band together and not pay like i rely on tenants paying to pay that bill if the tenants don't pay i don't have what i have right yeah and that's also what makes me i know that for a fact like i don't look at it in the other way of like you know, oh, I'm giving you the world, right? Like bow to me. And so I think that's one thing that makes me successful is I, I look at it from a different angle. But, you know, I, I don't know, to me, it's just, it's, it's really without that. And so like, that's what scares me is because like, if I see people starting to not pay, which I honestly, I've had more people not pay lately, getting towards these under times. Um, but I mean, you look at it in a lot of different ways. I mean, like, you know, I've got some pretty standard bills. I have mortgage, I have, you know, cell phone, I have electric, blah, 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 whatever they may be. And pretty much since COVID, even a little bit before, there have always been these options to, hey, you can skip a payment. And then we've talked about this before. I'm like, if I have the money to pay it, I am not going to skip a payment. I mean, if I were salary and I were like an hourly position and I was always, you know, stupid and like budgeting on, okay, maybe I can get 55 to 60 hours a week. You're like a Mikey situation. Yeah. If all of a sudden his situation changes and he only worked 40 hours a week, he's probably screwed financially and is going to probably start again skipping these payments and that he's allowed to. And, you know, it's just one of those things. And I think you get people who are doing that. They're like, hey, I can, you know, miss this payment. I can miss that payment because the banks are going to let me or these creditors are going to let me. And like I said, it's it's a stupid thing to do if you can afford it. I mean, if you absolutely have to, like I said, if you're in an hourly wage and or you get, you know, downsized or laid off for a month or whatever, you know, sometimes you have to do it. But if you can afford to do it, it's like the stupidest possible thing to do. Uh, no, and I mean... I will beg, borrow, and steal to make sure I 
stay the way I need to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I said that, yeah. I mean, like, I remember in, two, like I said, you mentioned 2008, 2009. Yep. I was still, I was new to my marriage at that point. I actually probably just been born around the time the recession really hit. It was really just before the election in 2008 when things really started hitting the fan. And I remember going to my wife and I am like, if I lose my job, I said, I will work McDonald's, Speedway, whatever. I will do whatever I need to because, you know, if I work that close, I'm like, I can ride my bike. I can walk to work. I can do all these things. I don't have to drive a car. I don't have to do that. I'm like, I will do whatever I can to put food on this table. And again, maybe it's me as a Gen Xer to just be like, yes, supporting my family is important. And again, back then, all these gig jobs were not you couldn't do grocery delivery. You, you know, you could get a job at Pizza Hut and be pizza delivery. I think that might have been what one of the uh, either TikToks or other things that I think Dave shared with me was somebody basically saying, I'll take a job at Pizza Hut, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to either cook or I'm going to work the desk. I don't have a car that's, you know, suitable for doing delivery driving and you know, if you make me do that, I'm going to quit. And then when she started, she was like, okay, you need to do delivery. And they were like, no, I was told when I, you know, interviewed that I did not have to do delivery. But again, it's all stuff I would have done if I needed to. Well, you know, you, you find out quickly what you're willing to do when the chips are down. You know, I, I remember before I got hired in at my job, I contemplated becoming a truck driver. My grandfather drove truck his entire life. They make decent money. Yeah, you're but not home all the really time. Good money. I mean, yeah, you you're not. Kid. Yeah, you're not home all the time. But you sacrifice a lot. But you make good money. Yeah. They realize the fact that you're sacrificing a lot, so they pay you for it. Yeah. And it's probably not as good now as it would have been. You know, like ten like 15, 20 years ago when you were contemplating it. Yeah. But it, it was definitely out there because, you know, I needed something at that point to, you know, give me some type of career. Oh, and that's, I mean, trust me, I thought about becoming a truck driver as well, right? Because it seemed like, you know, something I can guarantee, right? Yep. I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to go work with my uncle in the mines, right? Because it was $100,000 a year and I guaranteed to work, right? Like, so... I mean, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to go do that, but like, it's also, it's also a mindset that keeps you on the poor side, right? Cause you're always yeah. willing to work instead of invest. Well, and, and that's one of the things, I mean, you know, you have to find a way to invest. I mean, we did a, when we were at Griffin's, mm-hmm. uh, I slapped you. I said, watch this. And I looked at Ray Ray and I said, uh, what are you <laughs> investing? And in? what did she do, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> laughed. Yeah. She laughed. Because right. she doesn't have any money to invest. Yeah, I get it. You're broke. You're 26, and you know you don't make a lot of money. I made. Does she still live with her parents? Or does she live by She her still own? lives with her parents. She also shelves books at the library. She, does. for... she doesn't get paid a lot of money for it. I I get it, but five bucks a week. Give me five bucks a week. Mm-hmm. Let's invest that. Let's see what we can do. You know, I mean, I understand she's probably paying her parents a little bit of rent live there yeah. she's doing other things but again but i mean i know also with her she's 
putting a lot of money into all the costuming and other stuff she does. She is. But I mean, or you I mean, know, she I just if she pared down on that, she could invest. I, I told her, I said, yeah, I'm I'm gonna need some sewing done. I, I want a new costume and you're who I want to do it. I'm basically gonna tell her, hey, listen, I you know, I'll pay you whatever you want, but part of that needs to go to an investment. Right. Cause you well, know I'll probably do the same thing. When I'm ready for old Duke, I will probably ask her to be my sewer. Cause I mean other people we know who sew aren't gonna be able to do it. I mean No. Can't do it. Christy can't do it. You know they've got their own things that they do. Yeah, and, and she's phenomenal at it. And I, I got no problem paying Ray to do that. But again, you got to take some of this money. You got to put it in investments because at some point you're going to want to retire. Maybe maybe this maybe what you do is instead of saying I will pay you for it, I'm going to start a betterment for you. Something. Yeah, and like, the thing that bothers me is right, like. I look at it and say, all right, I can have one costume now. Yes, is it fun to want more? Sure. But like, I can go work harder to get that. But to me, it's like, I can buy 10 costumes in 10 years versus one costume now, right? Like, I can have, I can have three costumes now or 10 costumes in 10 years, right? Like, I know I want 10. That's my ultimate goal. Why settle for three, right? But she's also a little more perfectionist. It's not like she's doing like multiple costumes. She's just trying to make the couple of costumes she's doing perfect. Well, and she's great at making something out of nothing. So when you saw her on Saturday, she had her staff with her. Did you look at the staff at all, Nick? Yeah, a little bit. So Craig made that staff for her. It's 3D printed. Okay. Her original. Oh, I didn't even know Craig did that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. Her original staff looked just as good as this one you want to know what she made it out of cardboard cardboard nice and it looked phenomenal what happened she in the heat it would get a little saggy i mean because it's cardboard so she had said to craig at one point she's like yeah a bunch of people are selling files to 3d print that but they're like you know if they 3d print it, it's like 300 dollars, and i want to spend that and craig goes yeah i get the files no big deal She's like, well, would you print it? And he goes, yeah, I'll print it, but you got to put it together. She goes, all right, let me know when it's printed. So he prints it. And he's like, yeah, it's printed. And she goes, all right, well, what do I owe you? He's like, I don't know, it cost me like a roll of filament, 20 bucks. And then he put the damn thing together. Oh, shit. And she's like, what do I owe you for this? He's like, no, nah, I had time, no big deal, 20 bucks. Shit. But again, we're willing to help people out. We don't care. You know, Mike got well, his I, costume. Yeah, I paid for it. And the bucket wouldn't fit so his bucket was tiny yeah it was and i think he barely got it on his head and we're like yeah the first time i bought it yeah i could barely get it on my head so don and i are like there's no way fans would have fit in there no so we cut the thing in half this way so the front half and the back half yep we went out and got I, i think it's a construction helmet like a hard hat and not like a real this is probably like a cheap you know like yeah it wasn't a, a heavy duty or anything but no. it was like a construction hat okay and we put the front and back on and there was this huge gap in the middle we just took fabric and rewrapped it yeah and built his bucket back for him now you know me i don't build shit right but we had enough experience that we could do that and it wasn't a big deal yeah 
So that's one of the things we find in our group is, you know, people are willing to do things as long as you're willing to, you know, help do it. Yeah. Mike had said, he goes, I don't know how to do any of these things, but, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. And, you know, we got him to where he needed to be. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I mean, I, we, I got a chance to talk to Al, right? Yeah. And that was, that was pretty fun to catch up with him. We've had him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, he, it's fun to watch somebody with his, wealth not know what to do with it right yeah. because <laughs> you know um and, and to be honest i think i might i might be a little bit better off than where he is yeah i think um, you might be but like mine is mine is earned and i know how i earned it yeah. right like his is earned but like not the same way right. right like he's so used to doing this he doesn't know how to stop doing what you know like I have so many scapegoats for my, yeah. for my business. Right. And he, he's like, Oh shit, if I don't do this, then I'm screwed. Right. So um, I find it, I find it very fun to me. So, um, you know, again, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the group. Uh, I say, you know, uh, I am need more NCSs in like June for uh, white caps. Yeah. I, I want to do the white caps. I thought you were gone for the white caps. It's July sixteenth, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which I said it's around my around anniversary. My anniversary is the seventeenth, so um, I wanted well, to go. You and you and your wife can both do it. I should I should go on Thursday, but no. You have parent teacher conferences. I do, and Courtney told me I can go now. Finally, she's like, "You can go. That's fine." She goes, "It's five minutes." And worst case scenario, you just hop on your Zoom call, and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so we're running an hour and forty here, Nick. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, right. Like I want to touch base real quick. Yeah. You know, so one thing, one thing I want to give advice to everybody out there is look, the same thing you said, if you're looking for help on something and you don't know how to do it, whether it's real estate, whether it's putting a fucking costume together, whatever it's whatever, just because you can't physically do something doesn't mean that you don't have another thing that somebody else needs. Right. Like, dude, I want to get into three printing and there's stupid things I want. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, honestly, if somebody could get us a vector keychain of Bucks and Bruce 3D printed, I would trade you an hour's worth of knowledge, right, of real estate investing or investing, right? Like, here, here's our podcast. I would sit with you and talk with you. Granted, I'd do it for free just as much as you probably would do it for free to print me this thing. But, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll take that trade all day. So what I'm saying is, you know, the kid that's willing to charge 15 bucks to pick up poop, like, I don't know, Mike needs poop picked up. He's willing to trade his I need leaves picked up. I don't oh, have yeah. a dog. Let's say leaves. I, I'm willing to trade, you know, I'm willing to trade stuff all the time. Like my knowledge is great. So, but be willing to be willing to actually act upon the shit you learn, right? Like don't just don't sing it, bring it. That's what I say all the time, right? Like, well, you know, people ask me all the time, they're like, I need this, I need that. I'm like, Yeah, I got a guy. Because yeah. I got a guy for damn near everything. Everything. And you know. I, so Mike, you're going to be jealous. I got new fans, and Nick was there while oh, I was getting my jealous. new fans. And I need new fans. Uh, well, you have to talk to the man then. Who? You know. Oh. So Our buddy, yeah. Our usual buddy, yeah. So I I had said something to Craig like months ago. So he came and picked up my bucket and and Dawn's jumpsuit because he was going to do a little sewing for her, and you know showed me the fans on saturdays like i just got to put these in i'm like all right what do i owe you and he goes and he looks he goes well the battery's 20 bucks the fans were five bucks a piece you owe me 30 bucks so i mean he did all the work 
didn't ask me for anything. Right. So the next time I go out to dinner with Craig, I'm going to buy his old fashioned because, you know, he deserves something for doing the work. Right. And I know I, I wouldn't do it around my birthday like we did last year. We should have another like group outing at uh bit like we did last year. Yeah, I, I would be down with that. I just got to find a time that saw that we were not like, oh, it's also this person's birthday. It's also that person. Like, yeah. So any last rental or uh, real estate thoughts, Nick? We really didn't touch real estate nearly as much as we wanted to tonight. Yeah, but. We can always have more, right? Um, you know, last things for anybody that's a, a tenant, right? Communicate with your owners, right? Communicate with your property management companies, right? Have them contact the owners. Like, don't, don't just be left in the dark, right? Um, things that piss me off. Number two, uh, as an investor, right? Be, be open and honest, but also be a business, right? Understand that you are a business and this is how, like, just because you have money doesn't mean you should spend it, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes uh, you have to up rent. I say I have to, I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Very, very shortly, right? Um, I guess I want to give a big shout out to 450 North Brewing Company out of Florida, Pomegranate, uh, Flamingo Fruit Fight. Uh, That's a really Bells. good one. I really like that when I got that. From Bells and Oddside Blueberry Raspberry Lime Fruit Sickle. So, Mike, um, who do you want to shout out to? I mean, I'll shout out to Old Mill again because I finished with Old Mill. But yeah, then I'll shout out to uh, Dragon Mead out of, you know, the east side of the state. Because, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the first time drinking Final Absolution. I'd had it at uh, Beer Exchange before, and I actually had bought a, that four-pack last week, and I drank one of them last week. Um, not on air, but, you know, at home. Right. And then, yeah, the uh, um, one out of... I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, the grandma's favorite or whatever. Yep. They're all good. They were all good beers. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out to Destel, who gave us a free six-pack. I like that. Grand Armory, who gave us an awesome tour. And we're going to need to go up there again. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Are we going to go up there that week of the, uh, what is that, the board or whatever? I have not heard from Buck. I think they're doing a tap takeover at Horrocks, though, that week. So we need to go there for that. Yeah. Um, when we were talking that about is, our beer. You uh, catch a spring break. I can do whatever. I went to uh, I went to Copper Vine. Yeah, I was looking at random beers and I asked for suggestions. Right, like, hey, what do you have? Because to look at a giant wall, like you, you know, every bottle kind of starts looking the same. But guy walks in and he's looking for some wood for reserve, and I'm sitting there just focus on my beer. And she's like, oh, it's not. Here. Turn around, there's a half gallon sitting on the shelf, and I was like, here you go, man. Like, take it. I was like, this is the last bottle you're gonna want to buy it. And it's you know, hundred something dollars, yeah. half gallon bottle. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And uh, he he buys some other stuff. He leaves, and the the chick behind the counter is like, "Excellent sale, high five, wham!" And I was like, "That's right." Um, before you like subscribe and share us, and then uh, so she uh, she she's like, "Thanks so much, blah blah." Go to check out. She goes, "Here, I got you a little discount. I bought you a beer." And I was like, "Thanks." So you sent me a TikTok. Which one? Of a person going to a liquor store and ordering Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> and then going, do you have Coke? Do you have Coke for that shit? Yeah. Oh. $200 bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I fucking Coke to put in it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, I, I, most people don't buy. $200 bottle of whiskey. 
add a one in front of that. Is it? Oh shit! Yeah. People don't oh. usually people don't usually buy the high end liquor to mix. They're usually drinking pets. You know, yeah. eat it's around really the twelve hundred bucks. Oh yeah. You see, I don't drink whiskey. I can tell you don't drink pap. That's why I, I told don't. You. That's why, like, when you, when you didn't participate in a bourbon fest over the weekend. No. When I was in a. Uh, Owasso, yeah, right. That's where it was. Yeah, like over towards Flint, right. And uh, we went to this, we went to this pub, and we're all of a sudden there's a sign that says hundred dollar shots of Pappy, right. And it's fucking like half printed out, which is like the right. weirdest thing. You would think it'd be. I get so excited. I walk up to the bar. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take a shot of Pappy," right. And the girl looks at me, and I'm dressed like this, and she's like, "We have to have payment up front." And I was like, "Fuck, done deal." Like dropped three grand on the counter. I was like fuck you pour it right like uh, don't don't pour shame me right like if well, i know I, what i'm drinking it again it boils down to that similar to that um duet we did with crazy chris yeah. we may not look like we have money to afford things or allies to you know all these you know bipoc and pride and other causes but i mean we are i mean i couldn't drop and I probably wouldn't drop a hundred dollars at a shot unless it was something I absolutely love. Yeah, but if it's something good, I mean, I'll buy a twenty dollars beer if it's something fantastic. good. Oh yeah, I'll do the same thing. But yeah, I wouldn't drop a hundred bucks on a shot of anything because no. Oh, well, that's I what would. the nice part about beer exchange is like quite often their meats. I mean, you can like a, a five or six ounce pour, they're like fifteen, sixteen dollars for it. But when the market crashes, they might be ten. Yeah, that's what I'd buy that beat or whatever at like ten dollars or you that, know barrel aged imperial stout or whatever that first sunday of spring break would be a great time to go to beer exchange because i got nothing oh will it be yeah i'm cool good luck with you guys are you not around i'll be in las vegas is that the, the hard part i have is i think even though it's the sunday i think i still have my kids what about the sunday after i'll, I'll let you know the dates and all that all right yeah, i do that so, so nick hit us <laughs> guys thanks so much for joining us uh we really appreciate all the comments all the interaction uh i need you guys to like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family just tell your grandmas uh we love you and uh we really appreciate you guys yeah and go drop a review for us on your favorite podcasting website we really appreciate those too i think we got a five star on apple a few weeks ago which made me happy i don't check those a lot but you know we do enjoy that when you give us a, a nice review. Um, and if you haven't followed Twitter or Facebook, do that too. So we will come back to you guys probably not next week. We're probably two weeks out since softball starts next week. But if you have questions or ideas, shoot them to us and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews.